You're listening to TV Tangents, a retro TV podcast. Hey, Natalie, welcome to TV Tangents. Hi, Rebecca. How are you doing? I'm doing great. First of all, before we get into this episode, which is a fan-requested episode that we got out of our trusty hat, do you understand how hard it is for me to type Flintstones over and over again on my laptop. Oh my gosh, was it? Try typing it. It's not easy. Maybe it's just me. Oh, I have a handwritten note and then like, and then <laughs> I just found some stuff that I like kind of Googled and I copied and pasted a little section so I would remember to talk about stuff. Well, I type it out like a professional. Professional. And it was hard. Flintstones. So, you guys asked us to talk about the Flintstones and we we watched the Flintstones. We did watch the Flintstones. Which I watched as a kid all the time. Yeah. As did you. And I just realized this uh, because we've talked about our TV Tangents road trip. Mm-hmm. I mean, we should go to the place in South Dakota. It the closed. Flintstone. It closed in January. You. Oh, no, wait a minute. Shut your mouth. Okay. No, that one closed like a couple <gasps> years ago. There was one in Arizona that closed in January of 2019. You. I am so sorry. Broke my heart just now. So oh my I gosh. believe in the U.S. there is no longer any Flintstones theme park. I'm so sorry. So it, this means I'm going to have to dig up all of my photos from my youth. You went when to we that were place? there. Oh, we got to get my sister on the phone. Would you please get these out, please? Uh, yeah, because we not only went there when we were youngsters. I went there when I was in high school because we went to like a family reunion mm-hmm. deal up in Rapid City, uh, South Dakota, mm-hmm. when I was in high school. And uh, a friend of mine from school went there too, whatever, or came along with us. Um, and yeah, we were all like, I had my, you know, six five frame then in like the little cars too. <laughs> oh my gosh, now I have to dig up all these photos. I need to see that. I bet my sister has a lot of the ones from our youth, or they're I, at my mom's know, house. I somewhere. feel like I've seen pictures of people I know there, so yeah. maybe it was you guys. It probably was. Oh my That's god, it was funny. so fun. Oh, I'm so sorry. It closed. Aww. It was a few years ago. I I don't know what to tell you. Dang it. So. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So I'd break it. your heart okay, right off the bat in the first <laughs> right two on. minutes of the episode. I'm very burpy today because of this champagne that we're we drinking. We got the mimosas and the champagnes yeah, again. Champagne. So the Flintstones was an animated sitcom on ABC from 1960 to 1966. That's crazy. It was not made in the 80s. No, like it was I made thought. in the 80s, <laughs> like we thought. <laughs> I mean, I watched it in the 80s. Exactly. And I was like, this is a cute new show. It was produced by Hannah Barbera, who I, as a kid, always thought was one person. Hannah Barbera. <laughs> okay, well, I was today years old when I learned that that wasn't true, because I actually thought that that was the case. <laughs> that Hannah. Okay. Her drawings. Thought Hannah Barbera was a person. My bad. Okay. No, it's, it's two people. Two people. The Flintstones live in the prehistoric town of Bedrock at 345 Cavestone Road. Another mm. one we're going to have to use when we're giving fake addresses oh, for yes, any reason. Oh, yes, absolutely. Although in some episodes they live at 1313 Cobblestone Way. Uh-huh. Not... Why did I think it was Mockingbird because Way? Because that's the Munsters. Oh! Yeah. Isn't that funny? That is funny. Or sometimes they lived at 222 Rocky Way. They two, probably two, moved two, to two door terrace. Who's that? Two 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 door two two two, two door terrace. No, I have no That's idea. That's something else. Someone tell us. <laughs> I'm gonna have to Google it. Yeah, please tell us. Um. Oh, you made me lose my place. Okay. I'm sorry. So the year was 10,000 BC, approximately. 
Uh, Fred and his best friend and neighbor Barney work at a quarry. Quarry. A quarry. A quarry. 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 (laughs) Their wives Betty and Wilma are homemakers, as you do in the '60s. Bedrock is a modernized prehistoric suburban community where they've enslaved dinosaurs to act as modern conveniences. (laughs) Uh, They have two pets that they don't put to work. Dino, Mm -hmm. who's basically a brontosaurus. Yes. And baby (laughs) Puss, who is a saber-toothed cat and doesn't show up much in the series. Did you know that his name was baby Puss? I didn't know it was baby Puss uh, (laughs) until I was researching this. And then I I thought to myself, like... um, just so cute. First of all, all I remember is like that those credits at the beginning. Yes. The saber tooth tiger yes. is put outside, and the bottles for the milk that's going to get delivered are yes. put outside. Yes. I the what I remember most from the credits was when they put the like the the ribs on the car, and the car falls. Yeah, that was always my oh, favorite. That's part. right. I did see one episode where they were going to the butcher to get their ribs. And they were like dinosaur ribs, so they were gigantic. And they ended up getting kicked out for some reason. I don't remember why. So this was the first primetime animated series on television. It was the most successful primetime animated series until The Simpsons Uh in the late 80s. That makes sense. The Simpsons obviously surpassed them Mm -hmm. because they've been on forever. Yes. So it was originally going to be called The Gladstones. And then Joey? the flags, right? And then the flagstones. <laughs> You've been watching. Too, I have been watching, watching way, way too much. Way too House. much. <laughs> um, cut it out. Um, but they, sorry, I, I don't want you to spit anything gonna, over my gonna, white carpet. Not okay. gonna. Um, there was already a comic strip called the flagstones, so they didn't do that. Yeah. Um, Fred and Barney were originally drawn as cave people with long beards and crazy hair, <laughs> but Joe Barbera. Of Hanna-Barbera. Hanna <laughs> <laughs> Didn't like it, so they cleaned it up and they made them look the way that they look. Nice. I like it. Do you have any info there that you need to share before uh, you go No, on? I just kind of have a lot of the same kind of stuff. I did want to say, though, when I was reading this, they described uh, Barney's wife, Betty, as her, his saucy wife, Betty. Saucy wife. <laughs> I was like, ooh. Is she saucy? She's a little, like, she's a little hat. I mean, she's not, I wouldn't call her saucy. I'd call her maybe, uh, maybe sassy. I mean, I've heard that she was she's, the hot one. Yeah, right? I guess. But Wilma's, like, the take charge one. And Betty's yeah. kind of going along with what Wilma says all True. the time. And Betty's taller than Barney, by the way. Of which course. Which is also an issue of I course. have with people well, in life. I mean, you Barney's know. very short. He is. So you can't really help it. Um, Fred was based on Jackie Gleason's character in The Honeymooners, mm-hmm. but according to Joe Barbera, The Flintstones was not a direct copy of the show. Mm. Kind of like how the monkeys were inspired by A Hard Day's Night, yeah. but they're not copying the Beatles. True. However, Barbera did hire a writer from The Honeymooners, yeah. um, but his stuff for The Flintstones that he wrote was terrible <laughs> because it didn't translate from The Honeymooners to The Flintstones. Of course. He was used to writing all dialogue, and the comedy would come from the actors' performances. Mm-hmm. But for a cartoon, they needed visual gags. Yeah. Still, Jackie Gleason said in an, a 1986 interview that he had considered suing Hanna Barbera for copyright or for copying his show because Alan Reed, who played Fred, had done voiceovers for Gleason in his early movies. Oh, well, wow! Look Which at that. is why he sounded like yeah, him. but he didn't. He didn't suit them, which was very nice. Very nice. Yeah, don't be all crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, I was just thinking about 
everything. I just remember seeing so much when I was young. And then I'm like rewatching this and I'm seeing things which are hilarious. They have a TV set, by the way, mm. in 10,000, whatever hilarious. it was supposed to be. 10,000 BC. BC. Um, and in one of the very first episodes, and I was just watching like the very beginning of the Flintstones. And somebody was like, the Dodgers lost again. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> what year is this? I, I'm like so confused. So it was all modern, but Stone Age. And it was the great thing about it is like they had a shower. It's just yeah. an elephant watching them get naked. Yes. I guess. Which was hilarious the way they just did things like that. And like, you know, the rebel's car was a hollowed out tree with seats. <laughs> and everybody, you know, used their feet to what make the cars go. What was the point go. of these cars? I, yeah, it's like it, a scooter. It, it You're was. still putting forth as much effort. I watched an ep- the episode where Wilma's like pregnant, like right before oh, she's about I to get birth, one. and they're trying to get her to the hospital, and the guys are all crazy. So they take off in the car, and they don't have her. Then they go back, and then they get her, and then she's in Barney's car, so and ridiculous. then Fred's got Dino wrapped up in a blanket that he thought was Wilma. And I'm like, it's, I was it's laughing. It's the classic comedy of errors of a woman going into labor and men oh, not knowing exactly. what to do. And every sitcom ever that there's like <laughs> yeah. hijinks. And when she's someone like, goes oh, into labor. It's, it's fine. I'm just having a baby. And then, like, the cop pulls him over, which I also love. And, mm-hmm. and then he's like, he's like, well, come on, then. And that's Wilma's- a dog to, his, to who he thinks is Wilma. And he's like, how dare you? And it's Dino. And I'm like, oh, dear God. That was a really good episode. I like that was. one. It really was. My it- favorite dinosaur contraption was always the record player because mm-hmm. he would be playing and then he would get mad because yeah. his beak would be all like. Smooshed yes. up. <laughs> and then he would say something to another uh, enslaved dinosaur, yes. I guess. And yeah. And then the, it wouldn't be playing. I know. It was so funny how all these little things that I forgot about. And I'm like, oh my gosh. It was hilarious and, when I was yeah. a kid. It really was. And let's just talk about how, like, the, you know, the Pebbles hairdo, when Pebbles is finally comes along, mm. the baby Pebbles. And then, you know, her boyfriend, I guess, as infants, is Bam Bam, <laughs> who is Bam Bam Rubble. Uh, who is really strong for an infant? Because isn't there points where, like, I didn't get to watch a lot towards this end, but didn't, like, Bam Bam pick up Barney? All the time. Like, he's an infant, right? And he picks up Barney. Okay, because he's not really their (laughs) child. So, in season four, Wilma gave, or I'm sorry, in season three, Wilma gave birth to Pebbles. Yes. And that's the episode where it's hijinks and blundering everything. Yes. And then in season four, Barney and Betty find Bam Bam on their doorstep. That's right. And they right away discover that he's super strong and can lift things. I forgot. And his name is Bam Bam because he has like a tag on him that Mm -hmm. says, this is Bam Bam, whatever. And that's like all he says too, right? Isn't it like he yeah. he has that hey, like bam. doesn't bam. he have like a giant uh, bat thing too? Yeah, the, I don't know rock. why you give your kid and he's a just bat, like bam, but that's bam, fine, bam. So they call him Bam Bam. Um, Fred and Wilma were actually supposed to have a boy. Oh, uh, but the ideal toy company who made the Flintstones merchandise mm. told Barbara that they wanted a girl so they could sell baby dolls. Of course, why Which, wouldn't you? I'm sorry, but I, I had, like, a figurine of her, and mm-hmm. it was, like, my favorite little thing, and she's the cutest Yeah, I think character. we did, too. I remember having something. A little plastic of, thing. Of all of, yeah, of all the Flintstones. I don't, I don't know where young. it came from. Um, was there a reprise of the, I mean, or did it always just play from the 60s to the time we it were? It was always on, and they were always making... Toys. toys because i was like we had the toys now that yeah. you said that i remember that and i'm like oh my god well, they like, never stopped making huh. flintstones toys until now because it's really hard to find the flintstones <laughs> right anything well 
Yeah, because now you have The Simpsons. True. Um, They did sell three million of those Pebbles dolls in the first few months. Of course. In the 60s. Fred and Wilma were one of the first TV TV couples to sleep in the same bed. Oh. The actual first show to have a married couple sharing a bed was a show called Mary Kay and Johnny. And it was a sitcom that ran from 1947 to 1950. Oh. Before the FCC defined indecent programming for television. So in 1950, the FCC said, you can't sleep in the same bed. Oh. It suggests hanky-panky. Wow. But their show was before the, before 1950. Of course. I mean, I always thought it was the Brady's, not going to lie. It's, and a first. lot of people say that it is. And actually, when we were watching a very Brady renovation, mm-hmm. Maureen McCormick did say. Did she, she did say They that. were I the first her. couple. And yeah. I've heard lots of people say that. Yeah. Because hmm. not even Lucy and Desi had the same bed mm-hmm. in I Love Lucy. That's or true. what was his name in I Love Lucy? Ricky. Ricky. Lucy and Ricky didn't Lucy share a bed. Ricky. That's true. Because they couldn't. Yes. Um, so because the show was sponsored by Winston Cigarettes early on, the characters were featured in cigarette ads at the end oh. of each episode. Nice. They were black and white, but they were smoking and telling you to smoke. <laughs> it's great. It's great. You should smoke. It's great. Um, oh, I also loved how their writing was always them chiseling into stone. Yes. <laughs> Chisel. <laughs> that, first of all, it's time consuming, but they could do it really fast. They did, yeah. like, tuk, 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 tuk. It must be like, yeah, when you know how, and that's how you do it, then. You just, <laughs> you're like, bam, you're good at it. Bam, bam, bam. And when Fred got a ticket, the cop is like chiseling onto oh, yes. this little thing I here. love that. Which you, then you have to carry that rock around, which is your <laughs> ticket. <laughs> I bet they had like really good muscles because they were always carrying rocks everywhere. They'd have to. Um, so Fred and Barney are best friends, and Fred blames Barney for everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. He's always like, Barney, Barney, Also, they have ugly feet. Oh, totally. And we refer to Flintstone feet. People's Flintstone when feet. when you haven't gotten a pedicure in, like, mm-hmm. six months, like myself. Because also, well, why wouldn't they have ugly feet, since that's how they drive? Exactly. That's just it. <laughs> Although there's times where they go running super fast, and then they can put their feet up. Like, if they're yeah, coasting, I that's think. that's nice. But to stop, you have to use your feet. Which, so. how do you even have feet anymore, the way that they stop? Right. Because they're driving pretty fast. <laughs> I see, you know, you see everything go by really fast, and it's like, oh my gosh. It's such a creative show. It really is. And for it all to be drawn, like, not computer animated, it's mm-hmm. just all drawn out. That's crazy. It is pretty crazy. And I just love, like, the different, you know, they go through, they have, like, the water buffalo lodge that the guys belong to. So Those it's kind guys. of like modern day things. And they're always having... Like strippers? Like there was one episode where they thought that Fred was bringing in a stripper, but oh he gosh. instead brought in his home movies of Pebbles. <laughs> and and that one. Barney's like, okay, they are going to kill you. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And there, you know, then there was hijinks. I watched one really early on where uh, the guys were trying to hide from their wives because of something. I can't even remember what They're it was. They're always trying to hide from their and wives. And all they did was put mustaches on, and the <laughs> girls didn't know who they were, which was amazing. Well, I was you like, know, oh, women mustaches aren't that smart. Made that, yeah. They're like, oh, I mean, is cute Lois and nice. never recognized Superman. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that is so true. We're pretty easy to fool <laughs> if we're outside the kitchen. Just a pretty face. <laughs> Before we move on, can we take a commercial break, please? I think so. Okay. Do you like listening to podcasts and earning free stuff, Natalie? Yes. 
Then download the PodCoin app, and they'll reward you for hearing our sweet, sweet voices. Nice. Or anyone's voice, sweet or not. <laughs> or whatever you listen to on PodCoin. Sometimes I listen to ambient noises to drown out the sound of my coworkers. Mm, That's smart. not a lie. That's all right. <laughs> so download PodCoin and use the code TANGENTS for 300 extra points. Nice. And we're back. We're back. Okay. We so got to talk about the great zoo. Uh, uh, do we have to t- okay i mean we don't have what to are your thoughts no we will i, I just we remember have to. what are your thoughts on kazoo because i did not like him i barely kind of remember that over the years it was like it came more clear to me that i remember it happening and him being like a little tiny green floating alien was so bizarre mm-hmm. to me and to this i so i was like looking up information about this mm-hmm. and he was you know from the planet Zetox, uh and i take that he for invented, anxiety yeah he <laughs> invented a doomsday machine apparently um which he invented some, that on this planet and they banished him to yeah Earth. so they punished him and i'm like oh my gosh this is so bizarre and part of his punishment was that he was like a genie for fred and Barney. yeah it was really weird and i guess i didn't see enough of him this time around as i went back through to watch some episodes so we could talk about this but i do remember that i just think it was just weird to me i guess too like thinking about him as part of it, it was a, he was a very much an afterthought. And didn't mm-hmm. he only come on uh, in one of the last seasons, I believe? Yes, he was, he was late in the show. He was basically the cousin Oliver of the Flintstones. Yes, totally. Because they were like, uh, we need a new character to keep people interested. And only Fred and Barney could see him. That's right. And the kids could see him. Yeah. So their wives always thought they were crazy. He was also later in commercials for Fruity Pebbles. Remember Fruity Pebbles? Yeah. Do they still sell that? Oh my god, I think they might. I've never eaten it a day in my life unless I got a box of it in my Halloween candy. We, oh wow. Did you ever get boxes of cereal in your Halloween I think bag? You might have. Like the little boxes. Who do they did even that? sell those anymore they besides do. through like food vendors? They do, but like really? six of them oh, is yeah. a lot is like six dollars. Oh, so crazy. I don't know why you would put that in no. kids' Halloween. That's crazy. And if you give me cereal, I'm gonna throw it at your house. Exactly. Also, don't give me those popcorn balls that you made. Oh, yeah. That break that my teeth And off. are sticky. And God only knows whose hands have been on them. Ew. Sorry. Tangent. <laughs> That's what this show is for. Um, so, yeah, because it was introduced in October of 1965. Mm. And so, yeah. he had to do whatever Fred and Barney He was wanted. definitely Cousin Oliver. So Before Cousin Oliver. Harvey. <laughs> but exactly. <laughs> Pre-Cousin Oliver. He was. So we should just start calling Cousin Oliver's Kazoo. Kazoo. Or Gazoo's. Kazoo. I'm sorry. Yeah. I always thought he was Cousin. I thought it was too. I hated that character as a kid. So Harvey Corman played Kazoo. Mm-hmm. The great Kazoo. Gazoo. Gazoo. I keep saying Kazoo. I know. Me too. Um, but also as a kid, I didn't like Harvey Corman. Mm. Um. He was best known for his role on The Carol Burnett Show. And yeah. he was my least favorite part of The Carol Burnett Show when I was a kid. I'm just mm. saying, I'm just saying as a kid. I'm as not, kid. let's not put this on me as, as, as an, an adult. adult. <laughs> but I could not stand him. Sorry. And I didn't realize that he voiced Gazoo until I'm this old. Yeah. And I didn't like either of those. So. Yeah. I just remember thinking because Gazoo he, was he a little He did not weird. match the rest of the show. No. There's an alien. And... It's not clear. He was banished from his Xanax or whatever. So (laughs) did he come back in time? Or is it just the future where he is? Are they more technologically advanced? He, yeah. I thought, though, that, like, 
it said Gazoo recognized Fred and Barney's world as prehistoric Earth. So then you wonder, like, he, yeah, like, where was he actually? Did he come through time and space or just through space? Right. It's, yeah. Who knows? Every world has their own timeline. So weird. Okay. You want to talk about the cast or are you ready for that? Uh, Yeah, we can talk about the cast. Or you got something else. I don't really have much else about uh, the show itself because I didn't get to watch a lot of it this time around. I did watch just. I just know that there's, like, fun stuff that I remember kind of from my childhood. And more so than anything, it was just more of, like, the, oh, I want to live in one of those houses. Oh, yeah. And, like, you know, even at the end of the credits, they're, like, turn off all the lights. And he's yelling, Wilma! <laughs> and then it, like, wakes everybody up and in the whole funny. town. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny as a kid. Now you're like, oh, the 60s. Yeah. And now it's kind of like, meh. I just, I was kind of obsessed with the rock jewelry that the ladies yeah, wore. That true. was pretty amazing. True. So Fred Flintstone was voiced by Alan Reed. Mm-hmm. He was born Herbert Theodore Bergman in 1907 in New York and died in 1977 in Los Angeles. Oh. He started in radio as an announcer and could do two dozen foreign dialects. Wow. I don't know how you keep that straight. That's impressive. He used his real name, or shortened name, Teddy Bergman, for comedy parts in radio, and Alan Reed for dramatic work. Hmm. In 1955, he voiced Boris in Disney's Lady and the Tramp. Oh, Did you ever see Lady and the Tramp? Yes. Oh, I used to have that record. It's we a have, picture record. We have a VHS of uh, that at my mom's house somewhere. It's a and good I one. had uh, the lady uh, stuffed dog. He created the phrase "yabba dabba do" because his mom would often say, "A little dabble do ya." Oh, yabba dabba do. Way back in the teens, I guess. Uh, William and Pebbles Flintstone were voiced by Jean Vanderpile. She was born in 1919 in Philadelphia and died in 1999. She also voiced Rosie the Robot in The Jetsons. Oh, nice. And Mrs. Spacely in The Jetsons. Mm. She was also in five episodes of Leave it to Beaver, playing various characters whose names were Mrs. Something. Oh. (laughs) Always (laughs) Mrs. Something. Something. Uh, She had many cartoon roles, live action TV appearances, and voiced Wilma Flintstone for decades. Hmm. The last time she voiced Wilma Flintstone was the Weird Al show in 1997. Oh. I know you didn't watch the Weird Al show, but I did. I did not. Mostly on the YouTube. Um, Barney Rubble was voiced by the man of a thousand voices, Mel Blanc, Mm -hmm. who is regarded as the most successful voice actor in the history of the industry. Mm, That would make sense. He was born Melvin Jerome Blanc in 1908 in San Francisco. And he was the first voice actor to receive credit on screen. Hmm. He voiced tons and tons of popular characters, including, you ready? Yes. Take a deep breath. Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Porky Pig, Tweety Bird, Sylvester the Cat, Speed Buggy, Captain Caveman, Dino the Dinosaur, Yosemite Sam, Foghorn Leghorn, Mr. Spacely on the Jetsons, Marvin the Martian, Toucan Sam, Peppy Le Pew, Speedy Gonzalez. I'm getting dizzy. Wiley Coyote, Roadrunner, and the Tasmanian Devil, to name a couple. Wow, that's awesome. Seriously. And the Tasmanian Devil. Love that because that's just like. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
<laughs> I can't even do it. I like yours, though. Yeah. On January 24th, 1961, do you know this already, this information? No. The sports car he was driving collided head-on with another car driven by an 18-year-old college student on Sunset Boulevard at the intersection known as Dead Man's Curve. Do do You remember that song? From your youth I in the 50s? I do remember that song. Yeah, my... <laughs> Yes, I did grow up in the 50s. You love when I say you remember that song about something that happened before you were born. Okay. Uh, the other driver had minor injuries, but Blanc had a, a triple skull fracture. Oh, my goodness. Fractured both legs and his pelvis and was in a coma for two weeks. Oh, my goodness. Uh, during his recovery, Barney Rubble was voiced by Dawes Butler, who was also the voice of Yogi Bear, Elroy Jetson, and Snagglepuss. Oh, by the way, I did use the Google, and the two 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 door terrace was something to do with Yogi Bear. So oh, there you go. You just said that. There you go. That's Hanna Barbera too. Yeah, right. So okay. That's why I remember that. So Blanc recorded some of Barney's parts from his home, flat on his back in a full mm. body cast. Oh my goodness! And the rest of the actors had to gather around him in his house <laughs> because there was no splicing together eight tracks. Right, you had in to play the off each other. Yeah, and they had to it. all be together, so they came to his house. Wow, that's awesome! And I know how much you love reading. You can read all about it in his book. That's not all, folks. Oh. Mm-hmm. In 1988, he was in the movie Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which I super feel like I need to watch because I haven't seen it since it was new. I don't think I have either since it was new. I need oh, my kids that was to a watch great it. Movie. That was yeah. a great movie. That was a great movie. That was a great movie. He did several of his Warner Brothers characters in that movie. Mm-hmm. He passed away just a year later in 1989 after recording Jetson's The Movie, which was released in 1990. And at his request, his gravestone reads, That's all, folks. Aw, isn't that cute? So that's Mel Blanc, Mel man Blanc, of a thousand I voices. Know. He's kind of important, isn't that crazy? That is crazy, and he looks so familiar to me. He was in some movies, like mm-hmm. live action movies. Like I yeah. think he was in Breakfast at Tiffany's or something. Oh, maybe. Yeah, he has that interesting face. Yeah, I, I know like, his face. Up, I was like, oh yeah, he's you know, from the movies of mm-hmm. my youth in the fifties. When we grew up in the fifties, <laughs> we're vampires, you guys. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> remember vampires too. Oh, okay. good stories. Mm-hmm. So, Betty Rebel was played by B. Benedict. Benedict. In seasons one through four. B. was born in 1906 in San Francisco. And she had several TV roles, including the George Burns and Gracie Allen show. Remember? Mm. For which she was nominated for two Emmys. And mm. she was in the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> Right, oh. which we're gonna have to get to. I know we mentioned we the Beverly Hillbillies. We have quite a so few much. times, and yeah, I gotta watch that again. That was a good show. Her most well-known role was Kate Bradley on Petticoat Junction. Oh, mm-hmm. you know her face if you look at her face. Yeah. You know her face. It's been a while since I've seen Petticoat. Junction. I've never ever watched Petticoat <gasps> Junction, but I know her as the lady from Petticoat Junction. Okay, so, is it Petticoat or Petticoat? Petticoat. Petticoat. Oh, no. I call it Petticoat. I do too, but I keep just now because the champagne. I keep saying petticoat. <laughs> she also voiced the obnoxious teen Little Red Riding Hood in the Warner Brothers cartoon Little Red Riding Rabbit. Do you remember that one? Oh my god! <gasps> oh my gosh, she was so obnoxious. 
That's funny. Did you see that one? I don't know if I did, but I feel like that seems familiar to me. She's somehow. all like skipping through the woods. She's like, la, 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 and she's all loud and obnoxious. Okay. And she runs across. Except you're throwing me off with like the fairy tale episode for a second there. I was I like, know. wait a second, hold on. It's not the monkeys I'm talking about. <laughs> Warner Brothers. People will know. Um, she was Lucille Ball's first choice for Ethel Mertz. Oh. But she had to turn it down because she'd already taken the gig on the George Burns and Gracie Allen show. Uh, nice. But she did guest star in the episode Lucy Plays Cupid. And she passed away in 1968 from lung cancer and pneumonia. Oh. It's so oh early. Yeah. It is early. Um, her second husband, Eugene Toomley, died four days later on... The day of her funeral of a heart attack. Aww. Is that the saddest thing you've ever heard? That tends to happen with people, right? though. But That's she just... was 62 and he was 54. Oh, my goodness. That's love. That's very, very, yeah. Um, they're buried together in Valhalla Memorial Park Cemetery in North Hollywood. Hmm. Sad story. Sad story, indeed. So, for seasons five and six, Betty Rebel was voiced by Gary, I'm sorry, Jerry Johnson. Jerry Johnson. Um, she was 12 years younger than B. Benedirette, whose name I'm probably mispronouncing. <laughs> and there's not much I could find online about her. I couldn't even find a picture. Oh, that seems to happen with some people. Yeah. I was just looking somebody up the other day and there's nothing. I was like, oh. Like she had a few credits, but, you know, you could still at least put in a, a picture. Yeah. I mean, it's the Flintstones. It's, exactly. That's kind of an important role. It's two seasons of the Flintstones. <laughs> <clears throat> she passed away in 1990 at age 71. So Don Messick voiced Bam Bam. He was an American actor who originally wanted to be a ventriloquist. Oh. I mean, we all want to be a ventriloquist when yes. we're kids, right? Did you ever go does. through that stage? Of course. In 1969, he was cast as Scooby-Doo mm. and voiced the character until 1985. Wow. He also voiced other characters such as Boo Boo Bear, Mr. Patches, oh and the adventure of Mr. Patches. In 1951, I told you Patches is a name. I told you. <laughs> you were like, no, it's Patch. You can't be well, Patches. first of all, you didn't say it like that was a name. You said that's his name. I'm Not. talking about Patches on Days of Our Lives. So Patches is the same it's character. Patches, because <laughs> he has Patches on him. No, he doesn't. Patch. One Patch. Singular. He was also Adam Ant on the Adam Ant Show and Herman the Hermit in Yogi's First Christmas in 1980. So Scooby Doo, huh? Like, yeah, so he came, did right? he come up with Row Raggy? Because I say that I don't all the know. time. You do say that. I've said that today, and everyone yeah. looked at me and like I, say, was I know. I say Row Row all the <laughs> yeah. time. And then also Boo Boo Bear. There was a guy that I went to high school with who we called Boo Boo Bear because he looked like Boo Boo Bear. Oh my god, isn't that weird? Oh. But you said it, and I just remembered it. I was like, oh my god. Boo-boo. We called him Boo-boo. Boo-boo. So, spinoffs of the Flintstones include the Pebbles and Bam Bam show. Was that where they were older? Yeah. Because I remember watching that. And I was trying to remember if there was like a a flash forward on the Flintstones or if that was another show. It was the show. Okay, I because saw them all older, and he was like, he was like Ken, like he, you yeah, know, he's yeah. all huge. He still was, bam, he was bam. very like beach Ken. Yes, and she's all gorgeous. Little and would, little I think pebbles. they would go to like beach parties and stuff. Makes sense. And they would call their parents. I think I was watching an episode where they called Fred for money or something like that because I think they were married or living in sin. I'm no, not really oh, sure. Maybe. 
There was also the Flintstone Comedy Hour, the new Fred and Barney show, Fred and Barney Meet the Schmoo. I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's like I remember the, that name, but I don't know what that is. That's bizarre. Okay. Um, the Flintstones Kids. No. Yeah. I that they're spinoffs. It doesn't even make any sense. Right. <laughs> Flintstones Kids and Cave Kids. I mean... I'm it. sorry, but how difficult is it to do a spinoff of a cartoon? Right. Because I, you don't have, like, even you have to get the same do people. Do a new thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel oh like God. didn't Pebbles and Bam Bam have a band like Josie and the Pussycats? Oh, my God. Yes, they did, didn't they? <laughs> <gasps> they so did. Oh, oh my so God. Funny. Now we have to find that out. I don't because, have oh my information gosh. on any of these. No. Because I got super tired of, like I said, typing the Flintstones. I hear you. And I, yeah, I was like, Yeah. Um, a theatrical feature was released in 1966 called The Man Called Flintstone. Ooh. Then there were TV specials like The Flintstone Kids Just Say No. That's <laughs> to drugs, I assume. Oh. Um, and the Flintstones meet Rockula and Frankenstone. <laughs> and TV movies like Rockula. I Yabba Dabba Do and A Flintstone Christmas Carol. Oh. Everyone's done a Everyone Christmas Carol. Everyone has done the Christmas Carol. Um, and there were live-action films, The Flintstones in 1994, which I have not seen in full ever. Me neither. And The Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas in 2000. Oh. Not one part of it have I seen. No, me neither. So that's what I've got on The Flintstones. What else do you want to say? I don't have a whole lot else on The Flintstones. I, Like I said, I remember watching it a ton when we were little. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. And like I said, going to the... Going to the Flintstone place, which I'll <laughs> bring, I will find the pictures of. Um, and so funny to remember some of those little things. Like, the, I I know Pebbles and Bam Bam had a band now that you just said that. Um, <laughs> I think they did. And now, yeah, like, I just, I know recently, though, like, as I was watching it, it didn't care. It didn't hold my attention trying to go back and rewatch it. Not like when you were a kid. No. no. And then I don't know if that's just because it's a cartoon thing. I mean, although I knew the premise and I kind of was looking for things and I'm watching it from a different perspective now. But I was like, huh. There were things that made me laugh out loud. Yeah. Like I said, that that episode with the, you know, Wilma Mm -hmm. going into labor. Yeah. I was laughing. Yeah. It was funny. I was. I was like, oh, those crazy kids. (laughs) Um, But it was very 1960s. Yeah. And just a huge, I mean, uh, this was a huge part of my childhood. Um, I thought the drawing was amazing. Like, Mm -hmm. the little details. Even though they weren't, like, super detailed drawings. Yeah. It was just, like... I don't know. The shapes made me happy when I was a kid. Yeah. Like Wilma's hair made me happy. And like, the only thing I can always remember wondering is why did uh, Fred and Betty have real eyes and Wilma and Barney had black dots. <laughs> That's I a always good always remembered that. And That's there was an episode question. I watched where Wilma was in bed, maybe, and Fred was like walking around and she was there and you could see her and she didn't have a mouth. Okay. Because they forgot to draw it that day, I think. (laughs) So that's always fun when you watch cartoons like that. But can you Um, really forget to draw her mouth like a hundred times in a row? Right. (laughs) That was strange. I was like, huh, I guess no one noticed. Yeah. Um, So yeah, good stuff. But yeah, that eye thing always threw me off. And then... That's a um, funny thing. Yeah. And that like also the weird thing about... And it's kind of the same when you think about like... um, Pluto and Goofy, but Dino was like their dog, but he right. was a dinosaur, right? right? But he was kind of like the nice lazy dog, and then all the other dinosaurs that were captured were right. put to work. 
Yes. And do that's you know, just it. Yeah. He's like, he's the. He was domesticated. Special. Or whatever. So it's kind of dinosaur. like how Goofy and Pluto are both dogs, but Goofy is an adult that stands upright with clothes on, and Pluto's not. <laughs> and speak. Oh my God. Sorry. Tangent. <laughs> I mean, didn't any of those dinosaurs ever revolt? Right. Like, they're having to move rocks and stuff. And, yeah. like, that bird that Can was playing the record. Just fly away. Seriously. Right. Did they clip their wings? What did Ooh, they do? Maybe they did. And then, mm. how do you distinguish between the pet dinosaurs mm-hmm. and the work dinosaurs and the eating dinosaurs? Because right. they ate dinosaurs. Right. That's some messed up that stuff. That is some messed up. <laughs> I feel like we need Someone to go needs to tell really us. deep into this. We'll have to, we'll have to, uh, yeah, we're going to have to research that and find a place to go now that all the places are closed, apparently. Seriously, uh, I think you have to go to Canada or ooh, something. Well, you do that. Well, you can drive there. Yeah. Okay. Passport. Okay. So, um, just to say that a lot of my information came from Wikipedia and IMDB and Mental Floss. And if you want to say stuff about the Flintstones, I'm happy to hear all of your comments um, on our closed Facebook group that you can find on our Facebook page, TV Tangents. Um, And you can email us if you want to say anything at tvtangents at gmail.com. Let us know. Give us the info. You got anything else to say? I got nothing else to say. Well, let's wrap it up and have some champagne. We'll have a yabba dabba do time. A dabba do time. We'll have a gale gale time. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. We'd love it if you would leave a review and also follow us on Facebook. Be sure to tune in next week for more TV tangents. Flintstones. Meet the Flintstones. They're the modern Stone Age family from the town of Bedrock. They're a page right out of history. Excuse me. Let's <laughs> ride with How does the it go? family down the street through and the courtesy of friends of feet. When you're with the Flintstones, have a yabba dabba do time. A dabba do time. You'll have a gay old time. Da, 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 da,